Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all our SAP Asana followers. My name is Marvin Posh, and today you are listening to the seventh episode of the Inside SAP Asana podcast hosted by Solution Management. Data-driven decisions increasingly make the difference between keeping up with competition or falling by the wayside. Machine learning and situation handling can be the key to unlocking the value of data and enacting decisions that keep your company ahead of the competition. Today, I have invited my SAP colleagues Jürgen Butzmann and Lukas Kiso to speak about machine learning and situation handling in the context of SAP S4HANA Cloud. Among other things, you will learn more about how both topics help companies to focus on their day-to-day -day business instead of manually monitoring other important matters. Hi Jürgen, hi Lukas. I'm really happy that you both were able to join me for today's session. It would be great if you could briefly introduce yourselves to the audience. Yeah, Marvin, thanks for having us. My name is Lucas Kiso. I'm the global head of the SAP S4HANA AI incubation team. And uh, basically what we're doing is we're supporting the individual areas within uh, SAP S4HANA to embed AI into our processes, features, and functions. Yeah, thanks a lot also for having me here. My name is Jürgen Butzmann. I'm part of the solution management area for SAP S4HANA, so for our cloud ERP systems. I am particularly looking into the go-to-market of um, anything that is related to our SAP business technology platform in the context of SAP S4HANA, and here in particular on the intelligent technologies and use cases and their relation use cases that we have in the context of SAP S4HANA. Thank you both for the introduction. Let's dive right into it. What is machine learning and situation handling in the context of SAP S4HANA Cloud? Well, good question, Marvin. If you think about your daily life today, you can already notice that AI is being more and more common, basically, in all aspects. Yeah? Examples include things such as spam filters, your Spotify music recommendation, when you're typing on your iPhone, and many other things. And we can see that similar trends are becoming more and more prevalent in the enterprise software space as well. Because even today, most of the major players are advertising some form of AI in their software, of course, in order to help um, support their customers' everyday needs. And I guess from an overall perspective, it is very likely that we won't be able to sell business software in the future without actually increasing the portion of AI or machine learning or automation inside that software. Even if enterprise software is often complex and customized for specific processes and industries, um, AI is gaining momentum in this space. And with customers looking for a consumer-grade experience with the business context, the goal for a cloud software in general is to become increasingly simplified and easy to use, even in the context of AI. At the same time, the AI aspects need to be deeply integrated into the individual business processes, with the ultimate goal being a near-no-touch experience for the end user. And what this means essentially is that we have little to no configuration, that use cases are or scenarios are always turned on, that the particular AI behind that scenario is trustworthy, explainable, etc. So the customer can really use it to their benefit. Also today, uh, we have plenty of examples where AI is supporting our customers in their day-to-day -day businesses already. And this can range from anything of forecasting of costs, simulation of revenues, other optimizations for specific features within our end-to-end -end processes in the business, as well as, for example, business planning capacities. But uh, maybe Jürgen also wants to say something about the market and competitiveness and customer perception. 
Yeah, of course. Um, in fact, automation and intelligence play a large role in business software for a long time already. Even with our own ERP software, we, together, of course, with our customers, we have been very successful to embed intelligence system handling and automation processes all of the time. Over the past decade or longer, actually, the market for artificial intelligence software has been um, growing enormously, providing specific solutions that deal with machine learning, digital assistance, or robotics to support business processes. And more recently, pretty much all business systems, like our own ERP system, SAP s have been equipped with AI functionality. With our unique technical setup, though, um, having an AI-enabled platform inside the database appliance or side-by-side as part of our integrated extensibility platform with SAP BTP, SAP is playing a special role in the market, I would say. We're differentiating with our deep process integration, of course, where we bring those two elements together. This is, of course, important as the customer expectations towards AI in general, also as described by you, Lucas, earlier, is um, that kind of to see as it is a commodity really seen rather than a specialty. So customers are expecting it. And um, thus, um, that systems are equipped with a certain level of AI at no additional cost, available when you start their systems for the first time. That's a given. I totally agree with both of you, and it seems like your answers are the perfect foundation for my next question. Why did we integrate both topics in our products, and what is the added value for businesses? AI is becoming a commodity, as Jürgen just said, right? Um, And also, this is the same um, in the everyday life as well as in the business space. And therefore, also for SAP, it's essential to stay competitive here and uh, offer really an added value to our customers. And with our purpose to deliver innovation on top of what we already offer in our ERP software, the inclusion of AI is basically a no-brainer. And there are several aspects to this and whether we're leveraging embedded SAP HANA algorithms or we're working with things like situation handling templates or if we're really leveraging the AI business services that Jürgen mentioned before provided on our SAP business technology platform. The main goal at the end is always the same, to ensure our customers are gaining additional value within their already established business processes. On top of that, we also have technologies for digital assistance, robotic automation that Jürgen mentioned before, which also contribute in this space actively. Of course, as a company itself, right, we are far from done in this space and there's a lot of potential here, Um, especially um, there are a lot of areas to explore within the context of SAP S4HANA where we can potentially actually find new functionalities or processes in the future. This also includes us looking at technology providers and hyperscalers to expand uh, on the aforementioned technologies available from within SAP. Overall, for SAP and our pledge to deliver the intelligent enterprise to customers, AI pretty much on all fronts yeah, that is deeply integrated into our end-to-end processes is a key driver for value in our eyes. The main benefits um, from the existing use cases that we have so far delivered are, for example, the reduction or removal of manual labor, faster completion of required tasks, as well as new insights, really, that were previously not possible, even with the data being existent. And um, yeah, I think that's really one of the key points that we have to uh, show here to our customers. However, there's of course more outside of just simply 
providing new insights because while we're delivering the best-in-class cloud software here with SAP S4HANA Cloud yeah, as a new standard for SaaS ERP software, we are also able to redesign existing processes. And that is something I think that we weren't able to do previously in the ECC space. But now that we have these insights and these experiences, we can really redesign business processes and also include the power of AI right from the start because some of the things were just simply not possible previously. This in turn delivers additional innovation to our cloud customers, while at the same time, of course, still ensuring that they, guess that they get the best experience out of our software. I assume that quite a bit has changed since the initial introduction of machine learning and situation handling. If you think back, what exactly has happened since the introduction of those topics? Initially, processes such as fraud detection or predictive maintenance scenarios These were among the first processes to be supported in our business software. As we also have development of matching algorithms to support finance processes, such as aligning two sides of a financial booking. For example, we're matching um, invoices with bank data. Usually this is a very time-consuming and manual processes. This can be accelerated massively by just comparing historical values and a lot of data that we have um, available at the customers. Nearly every process aspect in our cloud ERP system provides already AI use case examples. So also our customers have been implementing functions based on the provided frameworks for artificial intelligence and capabilities, as well as partners, of course, and a lot of co-innovation is taking place. So this is a very big topic for us here. Some highlights of the past month. So what is recently there were, for instance, the delivery of a machine learning-driven intercompany reconciliation process that is adding up to the automation capabilities that we have over there. And also the automated creation of sales orders from unstructured data. So having PDF documents come up with suggestions about a, a sales order being read through machine learning algorithms. or And then, of course, automatically executed and posted into the system. On the other side, the intelligent resolving of situations. So if I have a situation that I have bring to my attention, I don't only have a recommendation what to do with it, but also automatically resolving it using machine learning, using robotics to actually automate the next steps. Behavioral insights on the other side is a solution to maximize tax realization by analyzing, structuring, and prioritizing taxpayers based on their known historical payment behavior. For example, by comparing their patterns then with those taxpayers where um, alternative payments methods were successfully proposed at the right time in the process, these methods are then recommended for the candidates which otherwise would not be able to pay. So this is a true win-win. And we can use the same algorithm also in other areas such, such as subscription processes that we have in the context of utilities or telecom. So this is a very versatile use case. You've just talked about how both topics evolved over time, and it definitely sounded like an interesting ride. I think what everyone still wants to know is, where is the journey going? Any plans you can share with us? As you mentioned, uh, we have and of course, we will also continue to deliver innovation into our processes um, to basically support our customers. However, there are also additional factors that I kind of want to talk a little bit about here that we are focusing on um, from an S, uh, SAP S4HANA perspective, basically in parallel to, to the new features and functions that we're developing. And these are particularly important to really ensure that the features that we're delivering to our customers 
have on the one hand side the necessary impact on, on their daily work. And of course, on the other side, that they are also well-defined enough to be applicable in a cloud context, right? Where we have less customization, where we have a back-to-standard approach, and where it's just not pretty much the same as it was back in the ECC times. And uh, SAP is doing a lot in this space to ensure that we really deliver the quality our customers at the end really expect from us as a company and as a software provider. One of the key factors that I want to start with is really the standardization of algorithms and models we offer, right? Because the whole aspect that Jürgen mentioned uh, before as well around flexibility and explainability and reusability of AI features has an internal a positive influence on the customer side as well as being easier to use on, on our side as a, a software developer. And having standard, uh, standardized libraries, um, easy to use models with little to no effort in terms of how you can reuse them or configure them, as well as, of course, Leveraging content from existing open source communities and other providers, right? Having less of an ecosystem lock-in. Those are all necessary drivers to, to bring this topic in general along at a quicker pace and basically, yeah, bring the value also to the customer at a quicker pace. The second thing I think that's also super important is the scalability of data access, meaning that we need to have sufficient data. It's not just about algorithms and models, but it's also around high quality of data to actually train these models before we deliver them to our customers. And specifically in the enterprise software space, there are, of course, a lot of regulations and guardrails in place yeah, that we as a company and also as a team here in this sense have to take into account and adhere to. I mean, such things include right data protection laws, the whole um, AI ethics aspect, yeah, sustainable development goals, and of course, many more. And um, as a responsible European software vendor, of course, SAP adheres to these standards and, and has a lot of prerequisites around enterprise readiness, such as auditing, logging, security, lifecycle. Yeah, whatever was mentioned also before, supportability, all these things are really important for us as a company to continuously improve upon. And in the end, of course, the customer would benefit from this as well. Um, and then specifically in, in, uh, in, this, in the cloud customer space, we as SAP, right, if you're looking at SAP S4HANA cloud, whether it's public or private, we already have a lot of knowledge in terms of what we, what we do with our business processes, how we design them and the value we deliver. But now we also have the option to leverage data, right, across industries and processes to make our models that we're embedding into these industries and processes even more effective. And due to the importance of data in relation to the quality and flexibility of our models, we are also looking into the aspect of, let's call it pipelining of data, where we're really trying to find ways of keeping the data at its point of origin, so potentially in the customer system, while at the same time being able to train our models on that data yeah, without really taking the data out of the customer system in this example. And this, of course, includes things like compliance checks and, you know, creating and deleting temporary copies, training the models with sufficient insights into the results that they actually improve the value of those models. And of course, all of this ideally in a fully automated way. So this is another key point uh, that we are looking into. And uh, at the end, right, it's all um, about really bringing more features to, uh, into our ERP uh, to provide even greater value to our customers. And of course, at the same time, reducing the amount of effort on the customer side. Yeah? And to achieve this, we are looking into the space of, let's call it auto-enablement of such features where we really 
deliver innovation to our customers with little to no configuration on their part, that we have pre-trained models that include clear explainability and really invoke the trust in our customer base that the decision that these models are making is, is good, yeah, is good for their business and that they can base further decisions on that data. And of course, all of this, as I mentioned before, ideally is deeply embedded into our world-leading business processes and functionalities. Unfortunately, this brings us already to the last question of today's episode. In your opinion, what are the key takeaways for someone who is not familiar with machine learning and situation handling in the context of SAP S4HANA Cloud? Yeah, maybe I start here. My key points actually are, number one, AI is part of business software and in particular of our cloud ERP system. Second, the closer these capabilities are to the business processes and their data, the more successful and accepted these will be. And number three, our customers expect decision support and usability using artificial intelligence, not only when using online services in their private life, but also in their business systems. And we as SAP will continue to support this process continuously. Yeah, so Jürgen, I fully agree with you, right? I don't really think that I have more to add in terms of key takeaways. I, I, I would sum up this podcast and also the, the message that we're trying to send in, in one more or less long sentence. I would say that, that SAP will continue to drive the vision of the intelligent ERP with AI capabilities really as key differentiators by, of course, delivering AI-supported innovation into our end-to-end -end processes as well as focusing, of course, on other key factors that I mentioned before, such as standardization of algorithms and models, the scalable access to data, while, of course, adhering to all regulations, and focusing specifically on the ease of use and configuration for customers. Thanks, Jürgen and Lukas, for joining me today and the interesting journey into this world. I've really enjoyed the topic, and I think machine learning, as well as situation handling, will definitely play a crucial part in the future of business. Yeah, thanks a lot, Marvin, for having us, right? Then uh, I think I speak for both of us. Uh, it was a pleasure to be here and um, yeah, look forward to further podcasts. Yeah, nothing to add from my side. Thanks a lot, Marvin. This was great. A big thank you to our listeners as well. Keep an eye out for our next episode on Open SAP. I hope you will join me again. Until then, SAP Svana followers, stay tuned and stay safe.